Okay, and welcome to episode 11 of IPNO from home. We're, of course, as always, live from the couch in my room. Special episode because we're bringing it back to the roots. We just have the core three, just me, Rich, and John. No guests today. Um, but today, we're going to talk about kind of how we have changed, how our routines have changed, just things we've been doing since we started this podcast until now. So basically from the beginning of this quarantine work from home period until now. So on the first episode, we we talked a lot about how we were handling like things like going to the grocery store or, or just getting groceries in general. And in that first episode, I'm pretty sure I said uh, that at no point, like, did I even want to step in a grocery store? Um, yeah. And now that kind of changed. I stopped doing Amazon Fresh. I've started going into more stores. It wasn't even grocery stores. I wouldn't go into like any store, like, you know, yeah. restaurants to pick up stuff. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of just more comfortable doing things like that now, like more routine things. And then, you know, for me in, in the beginning of quarantine, like, I, I literally did not see anyone except, except, you know, like my roommate. And um, now, you know, since it's been getting nicer and uh, by where I am, like they finally started opening up the parks, like by like the pier and, and the water. Uh, I've been like meeting up with some people and we like just sit in like a giant circle that's like 36 <laughs> feet in diameter. Yeah. For so many of us. And then, the you know, we just. Yeah. And then we just uh and we just hang out there. So it's like kind of been like little step by step getting more comfortable with like doing normal things. I think I think that's normal. I and I, I think that the data that's come out and about you know, like I, I usually check the, the New York City dot gov numbers because I just think they're updated a little more often. Same. And when I when I see that hospitalizations are are really low and uh i know there are other indicators that might be a little more um immediate but that just gives me a little at least at least a little sense of comfort to be able to expand the activities that i'm going to do outside i mean i still wear a mask i just you know like this morning i ran to fedex uh to drop off something that's being returned to amazon and i wouldn't have done that i don't think in the beginning like i would have been like that's not in the cards but now as long as i'm wearing a mask i'm i'm willing to go out and do like normal activities um and yeah i'll take the kids out we you know we ride bikes you know I, f I feel like that's totally fine the kids are wearing the masks and a lot of people don't have their kids wearing masks honestly but uh you know we just keep our distance but yeah we're not locked up in the house like we were uh you know, like even six weeks ago, we're definitely getting out there more. Yeah. My experience sort of is the reverse of Paul's though. in that like, you know, you, you're talking about, you don't get Amazon fresh anymore. In the beginning, we couldn't get Amazon fresh because it was just like, there was no windows available and we tried all your tricks and went on at all the right times and still couldn't find a window. And from, you know, at that point, it was a little bit weird being in a grocery store, but like, I didn't mind it, but I haven't been in a grocery store in a month now because we like, everything is sort of flattened out, 
you know, windows are available for Amazon Fresh the next day, if not the same day. Um, and so I actually haven't been inside of a store, you know, at all lately, but I was in the very beginning, which, you know, it's, it's sort of backwards, but, um, you know, same thing. It's like, we've seen some friends, we do the same thing. You know, I have my car with me here. So we, you know, we drive out, we see our parents from time to time. We sit in the backyard, um, you know, we stop at my parents, we'll have breakfast and we sit at one end of the table and they sit at the other. And, um, last week we attended a birthday party, which was awesome. We were, you know, it was the first time I had seen my extended family in a while, like since probably January. Um, and my, my little cousin turned 10 and we were able to, you know, hang out in their backyard and be, be a part. It was just good to feel, you know, even with all of the weirdness and, you know, having your mask on at some times and not at others, like it was good to just feel somewhat normal for the first time in a long time. You yeah. know, it's, it's, it's funny that you said that like now, uh, Amazon like had started to get more windows because, you know, for a while, we talked about this, how like it was just impossible. You just had to like keep refreshing and get it at the right time. But then it seemed like instantly that one day I could just get anything I wanted. And I was yeah. wondering, I'm like, I'm like, did someone like in the logistics sp- supply chain there just figure something out? Or did like everyone just decide the same day I did that? Like, you know what? I'll start going into an actual grocery store because it was so yeah. like immediate. Yeah. And, you know, I think I think another and this is just a guess, but I think another large part of that is that at the very beginning, um, nobody really expected, you know, nobody really knew what to expect, how long this would drag out. Right. So I remember thinking, you know, when we first went into our quarantine, we were down in Virginia the weekend before New Jersey had this stay in home order put in place. And we stopped on our way home and got what we thought would be more than enough for the amount of time that we thought we would be spending. And then once it started to drag out, everybody seemed to flock and, and try to buy as much as possible. And I think that really sort of overloaded the system. It's like, I'm not going to the store, but I know I'm going to need a lot more and everybody kept putting in bigger orders. And they really like tied up all of the delivery people and things like that. And then as it sort of tapered off, um, and people realize like this is not going away and it's okay for us to be in the store. We have safe guidelines now then, but it it did really seem like there was just like one day they decided like you could do whatever you want now. Yeah. I thought it was that first day that everything that it warmed up, (laughs) it just looked like that first spring day. And then everybody was like, you know what? We're not going to be able to do this forever. So we're just going to, we're going to make today the day that we decide to, you know, to break out of this bubble. Yeah. But I noticed it immediately, like just in my town, just so many more people out on the street, mm-hmm. uh, still wearing masks, but definitely just going about their business. And, and uh, you know, I think it's I think it's natural for that to happen. I think it's probably going to stay that way, at least through the summer, unless they, there's like a serious reversal of the numbers. I'm worried about I'm worried about what's going to happen at the end of the summer when we start talking about the new uh, the new flu season, seeing if we're going to get a second wave, like a true second wave. Yeah. Um, I'm worried about football, honestly, because mm. I, I because the the prospect of not having a season it just depresses me. 
I, I, I'm not such a baseball fan, but I'm sure they're suffering too because they didn't get their season underway. Yeah. Are you? Would you be more or less sad to be a Bills fan if there was no football? Like, you can't have a bad season as a Bills fan. If there <laughs> you know, but it would be such a Billsy thing to happen that they're now like a legitimate contender and <laughs> they cancel the season. <laughs> Either that or B. They'll win the championship this year, and it'll be. Do you remember the end of times when we had we had a we had a a uh, a pandemic riot, and the Bills won the Super Bowl? <laughs> it's like, yes, it totally is appropriate that they'll win it this year. You know, John, going back to what you said, like how in the beginning no one really knew like how long it was gonna last. You know, like if. If only I knew then, like, what I knew now, because right. that first day I when I went to the grocery store, like, right after they announced the stay-at-home order, I bought, like, a bunch of stuff. I bought, like, two, like, big packages, like, of chicken and then, like, like mm-hmm. you know, however many, like, cans of beans. Like, n- honestly, not that much stuff. And I was like, this should last me till all this is over. Like, in my head, <laughs> I, like, yeah. I really yeah. thought it was going to be, like, two. I bought, like, two weeks worth of stuff. And I'm like, uh-huh. I'm like this will last me. <laughs> I know yeah. John bought a bag of donuts and said the same thing. He was just like, you know what? I have, <laughs> I have twelve donuts. Come on. I'm what good. more could I need? But, but yeah, it really it, it, it. Wait, so Paul, do you like? Have you made a triumphant return to couponing? Um, I have sort of, but I'm kind of like it. Kind of just depends on like the deals that that they have. Like they they haven't been really providing me. Yeah with that many good deals. Um, so I, I've been, I, I've been trying to navigate that landscape, but it's, it's definitely not the same as it was pre pre quarantine, but I'll tell yeah. you what I did do that I'm excited about. Um, so like restaurants are opening up the 15th and like, uh, barbershops are opening up the 22nd. I have made a reservation at a restaurant and, a wow. uh, reservation is that what you would say? Oh, no an appointment at uh, a barber <laughs> a reservation at the barbershop um yeah and you know what i almost didn't do that at first i was like you know what let me give us a time but then i was like what's the difference between now and a, and a week later you know yeah. like yeah i think if you it's- are going to go to a restaurant and now is the time but honestly i don't i'm not there yet I don't think really? I can go to. Our, yeah, I'm not there yet. It's just so per like it's so like closed in and like there's so much. Well, well, it's, it's outdoors. It's, it's outdoors. outdoor eating. Ah, right. Yeah. Well, maybe Which, maybe if it's that in a distance, maybe that'd be different. And like right now is is like the time for that anyway. Like this is a period of time where when things are normal, Kelly and I on a Friday night, you know, we we get out of work or whatever, and we want to go out to eat. We specifically choose places where we can sit out on the sidewalk and, you know, enjoy the nice weather. So it's in a weird way, it like getting back into restaurants that way won't even really feel that weird to us because like we almost only try to eat places where we could sit outside anyway. So that's going to be like we can't wait. We miss restaurants. We love cooking. Kelly cooks like really good stuff all the time. But I just want someone else to do all the work, wash my dishes when I'm done. And uh, like, that's obviously (laughs) not the, you know, that's not the big draw of a restaurant, but it will be nice to have like just a great, good quality meal with no work put into it. 
Yeah, definitely. You know, and then like even going back to like work stuff, you know, I feel like I've just gotten into like such the swing of things and the routine that like mm-hmm. it just stopped feeling weird for me working yeah. from home, you know, this whole time. It kind of felt weird like maybe the first two or three weeks because it's like, you know, everyone's still trying to figure things out. But yeah. like, you know, after that, it's been kind of like smooth yeah. sailing. Yeah, I did a training the other day with uh, UHR and I'm, I was just sort of put it this way. I feel like doing trainings over WebEx where they could see my screen and they can follow along with what I'm doing is actually more beneficial than sitting in a room with a bunch of people and having it up on the for whatever reason, I just feel like they're they have that individual because they have their own screen, they have that individual experience, and they're able to follow along. And uh, I don't know, so that that's been beneficial. Yeah. So I think a, a a lot of what has made this easier too is just like you know we we've had a few people on that have talked about what their group has done particularly to make this transition so seamless, um, yeah. and a lot of like you know having teams having zoom having all of these tools um a either already in place or b put in place during this it's really made for such a seamless transition because it's like you know even with with you guys it's like we have a project comes through the pipeline out of nowhere and it's like hey before we get started let's just hop on a call discuss how we're going to do it and in the beginning that was a little bit weird just because, you know, we, we've talked about it. We, we usually just turn around and be like, hey, check this thing out. Let's do this. Let's tackle this this way. Um, and it was sort of like, am I stepping over my, my line here to be like, hey, can you get on a call immediately? But we've sort of navigated that. And I've, I've not run into an experience yet where anybody has been like, no, I can't do this right away. But, you know, let's do it in a week or whatever. Like, we've, we've everybody seems to have fallen right into their their new norm here and it's really made this whole thing feel a lot better after that first couple of weeks i think we're a little more resilient now than we were Mm -hmm. because now we have this in place so if we do in the future have an experience where remote work becomes necessary in a short period of time i feel like everybody's going to be everybody's in a better place now than they were to just not going to be such a disruption as it was previously like we now know like what the protocols are and and what's what we're capable of even though we're not able to get together in the office so and i think that you know like that benefits us but now when we have a snow day it's going to be like big deal you have a snow day you know the you Mm -hmm. know the process get on your get on your laptop and get ready for your for your team meeting because we're used to working at home it's no longer like this novel we lost snow days by the way is the downside (laughs) now now your boss is like yeah it's snowing big deal we were home for eight months get it (laughs) get it together yeah okay so should we uh kick it into that uh last segment little ipno from home zone uh cooking comparison Cooking comparison, that's a good way to put it. Okay, so in the last episode, if you watched it, we had this new part called the IPNO from Home Zone where we were going to ask trivia. Um, since we don't have a guest, we thought it could be fun if each of us describe the best thing we think we made during quarantine 
and then we're going to vote on it, right? And we're going to crown a winner. We're going to crown this team's Gordon Ramsay. But you can't vote for yourself. That's the that's the big secret. Okay. All right, I'm going to go first. Now, it it's it it, <laughs> it doesn't sound it's not going to sound super fancy, but as most things in life are, the the more simple the better, right? So, here's what we did. We had some boneless skinless chicken thighs. You know me and my chicken thighs. Big mm-hmm. chicken thigh guy. Um little bit of little bit of oil, salt, pepper, garlic powder, paprika. That's it. That's it on the seasoning, right? We get that pan going with some oil in it. We get that pan ripping hot. As uh as this one guy was this one chef on YouTube I saw said if you're not afraid of your pan, you're not cooking. It was really hot. This pan. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I put it in with the oil, then add some butter, some garlic in the pan, get that nice sear going. Boom, it's done in however many minutes. Get some roasted potatoes, and then I made a strawberry spinach salad on the side. And that was my favorite meal. Nothing crazy. But it was so good. Oh, and I put some Parmesan cheese on it. Not like the little grated uh, one oh, that you get on, at Shop. Gotta... The, the real deal. The real deal. Okay, yeah, yeah. Self grated Parmesan? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, there's no other way. Okay, I'll Johnny. let John go. I'll go, I'll go last. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I mean, you know that I live with a chef. I mean, not professionally, but she's a chef. And <laughs> she does all the meals, right? So my my submission for this competition is actually an appetizer that doesn't actually get cooked right so the only thing that i've made and i've made it several times for you know barbecues and um you know other things it's an appetizer that we call whipped ricotta right and super simple like paul said the simpler the better all you do is you take ricotta cheese and you put it into a bowl right salt pepper and this is the key right it's not not pepper from a shaker it's not pepper from a hand grinder we have a mortar and pestle and we have the full peppercorns and we make that pepper fresh we grind it fresh and that i never believed it before we did it but it makes a world of difference you get a lot of the, the good peppery flavor you get the oils coming out it smells amazing tastes even better right but just some ricotta salt pepper and then we have we, we were gifted some olive oils, um, like fancy olive oils. And when they run out, this, this whole recipe is going to change because we're not the kind of people who can afford to buy fancy olive oil. But <laughs> we got this blood orange olive oil, right? And it was, you know, we had them sitting around. We never really used them that much. But we put some in. I, I just had this idea to put some in one day. And I, you take a hand mixer, right? First of all, here's the, uh, the fancy olive oil. My chef, my, my sous chef just brought it over for me. It's delicious. Try it. Anyway, put it in a mixer, in a bowl, use a hand mixer, and you just whip that ricotta for like five minutes. And what it does is it takes a little bit of that heaviness out, really makes it a little bit airy, and like uh, almost like whipped cream, but not, not quite as creamy. Slice up some Italian bread, salt, pepper, some more olive oil, put it in the oven for a few minutes, and then you just serve that in a bowl with the, the bread around it. You dip it 
simple. Sounds delicious. Mm. Well, all right. Well, my my theory is it's not what you make, it's how you make it. Uh-huh. So we make a we I, I'm I'm always making like different meats and things like that. I have a, a sous vide where I'll cook meats in uh, a sous vide bath for hours and hours before I'll actually sear them and and do it that way. But um, for the for this contest, I think I'll talk about one of the the curry recipes that I make because I like to Ooh. make Indian. I like to make Thai curries. Uh, I think the Indian curry is a little bit more interesting. Uh, what I do is, again, I, I like also, I agree with you, Paul, chicken thighs because the meat is a lot more juicy and, uh, you know, there's just, there's, there's just more flavor there naturally. So what I'll do is I'll take uh, a bunch of chicken thighs and I'll sprinkle uh, curry powder on them and I will, uh, in a little bit of olive oil, I'll saute those. Once I'm done with that, Dump everything, sauce, oil, everything that gets browned in the pan. You got to keep all that. Um, and then I'll take coconut milk, put coconut milk into the pan, start, you know, scraping again, everything off that pan into the coconut milk. Uh, add a little bit of cardamom, uh, a little bit of uh, uh, hot chili spice, right? return everything into a bowl uh, we'll make some uh, some basmati rice with some cardamom seeds and some whole fresh peppercorns in the rice maker and uh, just take a bowl of rice and then spoon that spoon that uh, plateful right over the rice mm. wow now uh, I that's, think I could that's speak. a different path yeah I think I could speak for everyone at home saying, we got some delicious meals in uh, in the running. Ipino got some chefs, man. <laughs> yeah. All right, John. Who who do you cast your vote for? Ooh. So this is tough, but I think both of you know that I have the palate of a five year old. Right. That's been established a long time ago. And Rich, as delicious as yours sounds, it's slightly too adventurous for me. So. Not only is it a little bit adventurous, but the sound of that spinach strawberry salad on the side of those chicken thighs, that's, uh, I'm, I'm really feeling summer fresh right now. And I'm going to have to go, Paul. <laughs> All right. That's one for the boys back home. Rich, who are you, uh, <laughs> who are you picking? Uh, I agree with John. Actually, I like the simplicity of your recipe, and I'm a, and as I said, I'm a big uh, chicken thigh guy. So I thought your recipe was pretty good. Wow, it's yeah. unanimous. I mean, it's unanimous. I'll, you I'll can't vote who, for yourself. <laughs> I mean, I'll say who I'll who I'll vote for. Um, I will say John sounded really good, and I did like how he described the method. However, Rich said words like sous vide. Yeah, he said. <laughs> he said he was like Vasco da Gama over here dropping spices you know, that no one's ever heard of. He was really trying to charm me with those French words and those uh, and those that basket of spices. I'm gonna have to go with Rich on this one, but um, I will take the crown as the team Gordon Ramsay. Um, you know, no surprises for the fans at home. I'm sure everyone was rooting for me on this one. Uh, and I, I did it for them. I did it for the fans. Uh, but I would like to get an, uh, uh, maybe a, uh, 
intercontinental title situation going on with the comments in the video. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you if you disagree with, uh, yeah, if you disagree with the results, please let us know uh, which dish uh, you uh, think is best. All right, it's on. All right, all right. Guys. So, Gordon, as the team, Gordon, you get the last word today. All right, the last word is, uh, you know, we want to thank everyone for listening, for sticking with us uh, through this little experiment we've been doing this whole time. Um, and we're going to keep uh, coming with episodes, new guests, new material. And uh, thanks for listening. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thank you.